Welcome to Hello Easton, PA. I'm your host, Mark Nutting. I'm the owner of Jiva Fitness, an author, business consultant, former actor, dancer, martial artist, superhero, musician, and I love to connect with others. This podcast is a way for me to share the stories of the people I meet in my adopted hometown of Easton, Pennsylvania. Hi, this is Mark Nutting. And I'm here getting to know that you're fellow Estonians, and today I'm speaking with Mary Quadra, uh, who owns Luchabella Skincare and Body Waxing. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mark. Uh, we've known each other for years, so it's, it's good to see you again. The, um, but uh, I haven't seen you, actually, since you opened. And so tell me a little bit about both how long you've been open and tell me what uh, Luchabella is all about. Okay. So... I'm an esthetician and I do facials and body waxing and I was working for another uh, aesthetics business in Easton and over COVID things happened and I decided I was going to open my own business and here on College Hill there was a um, an office building that had office space and so in each office the landlord rents out to businesses. So it's like a suites situation. So I own my own office space and, you know, I share the lobby and everything. And my business is Luchabella skincare and body waxing. And I do all kinds of facials and all, all manner of waxing, (laughs) all manner of waxing, (laughs) all the hairs. The, (laughs) um, well, you know, one of the things I always am curious about, I mean, you know, my own business, Jeep of Fitness, I mean, mm-hmm. we went about, it, w- it was a process to come up with a name. How did you come up with Luchabella? Well, that's, um, a luchador is a Mexican wrestler. Um, Already loving them. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've seen them. They have the masks over their faces and they've been my spirit guide kind mm. of for like the last 12 years. And why? Because they're... Um, they're loyal, they're fierce, they're a little funny, they're um, strong and focused and um, really uh, commanding of their space. And I was doing artwork and stuff of luchador masks and stuff for a couple of years and just Luchabella. Bella, so because I'm Italian, I'm half Italian, and Bella is beauty, and yeah. lucha in Spanish is like the fight for, so I'm fighting for beauty. <laughs> well, that's great. I mean, this is why I asked the question because there's always a story behind it, and I just yeah. So that that's great. Thank you. You thought to open this right in the height of COVID. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Did, that, yeah, absolutely. That, it's how insane. How did you make that? That's a brave call. Well, because I was working at this uh, other aesthetics place, and. I, I work two jobs. I'm by day. I work in um, schools K through 12. I'm a sign language interpreter for the deaf and hard of hearing students in Lehigh, no Northampton, Monroe, and Pike counties. And so I had this second job, and I need both incomes. Yeah. To yeah. you know make my rent. Sure. So. Um, or my mortgage. I don't pay rent anymore. <laughs> I'm a big girl now. There you go. <laughs> um, so when that job was ended, I, I needed to, I had to do another job and I can't uh, think of anything else that I want to do. So I, we hustled and in 24 days I opened this place. We, the 
the room was completely like blue. It was <laughs> it right. was this like not, robin's egg blue and not the most soothing. No, uh, yes. not at all. And it was dirty and stuff like that. And my husband and I um, came in here and just did a whole makeover and we bought everything. I had some things, you know, in the basement, in the attic, and we made this work in 27 days. I had my first client and that's great. It's been really wonderful. So I've been here for two years. I am um, this past October was my, two, uh, the start of my third year. Yeah. So, and it's, and my business is growing. I get a new client every week, which is my goal is, you know, like two or three clients, two or three new clients a week. But you know, I'm at one. So, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm doing okay. And I'm so grateful. So, so grateful. It's been really miraculous. How did you get into this? I mean, with your background in sign language interpretation, how did, how did you <laughs> jump to skincare? Well, cause I need my lip waxed and my eyebrows waxed, Mark. So <laughs> no. I was, I was yeah. going to another place in Easton yeah. and I was getting my waxing done and that morning before my appointment, I had gotten a flyer in the mail for evening classes at the Bethlehem area Votech for, and it just had all the different, uh, skills classes that they offer. And one of them was aesthetics. And I was just like, Oh, that's cute. And I went in, I'm laying down, she's waxing my lip. And I said, Oh, it's so cute. I got this flyer today. And she just stopped everything. And she just started practically yelling at me saying, you should do this, go get your license, do this. You would be so great at this. And you know, I'm nothing if not a good girl. So I, <laughs> I went and did my yeah. research and tried to figure out how to get the money to pay for it and everything. And I figured it all out and I went and uh, I loved it. You know, yeah. it was something, it was something that, you know, uh, sign language interpreting is sort of being of service to people. And this is another way of being of service because you can look at it two different ways. You can, you know, be like, Oh, I want to fix everybody and fix their faces and stuff. And that's not how I do it at all. I want to be with people and help them feel as beautiful and as wonderful as they are already, you know, and I, and I'm with people for, you know, sometimes 15 minutes, sometimes an hour and a half. And yeah, yeah. we just, you know, I just love everybody that lays on my table. <laughs> so, and that's, and I love it. I do. I really, yeah. I really, uh, am so grateful for it working out for me. I think that's, you know, in the, in the past two interviews I've done, I think the uh, the people have really appreciated. I mean, it's it's a sign of Easton in the um, the the aspect of caring mm -hmm. for others and liking the fact that you are directly connected. And it, you know, we're not a big. You know, most of these businesses in Easton are not uh, chains. They're not. You know, it's all mom pop businesses. You know, uh, owner operated that kind of thing. And I think it's because. You know, we, we have a strong community of believers in that service. You know, I want to be of service. I want to help people. And Absolutely. I think that's great. I think that's super. In the in your services in general, I mean, you, you said you do facials and you do waxing, uh, waxing of everything. Mm -hmm. uh, the What's the largest part of your business? What is, what is your... You know, so I, I work my, <laughs> my uh, point of sale 
program is Square. So yeah. I do Square. And at the end of the year, it tells me your year in review. Yeah. And it tells you, and I have my um, things separated into waxing services and skincare services. And when it um, showed me last year, it was 50-50. Really? Yeah, okay. totally. But they're, they're adding up the numbers. A facial is a little bit more expensive than waxing, of oh, course. Oh, sure, and sure. So, you know, so I probably do, in volume number, in, and probably the waxing had more. But, yes, but the absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I do, you know, a hundred different kinds of wax. Not a hundred. That was an exaggeration. <laughs> but I do like 10 different waxing. I do like eyebrows and lips and full faces and underarms and Brazilians and legs and yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. And facials... I have two levels of facials. Mm -hmm. um, my facials are just a basic facial, and then I have another level that I add a treatment onto it if you're interested in getting treatments. And I have sure. yeah. a drop-down menu of treatments that, that I do as well. Yeah. Um, I will, will say, just for the audience, uh, I've only had one facial in my life, and that was it. You gave yeah. me that. Yeah. That was four or five years ago. It was, yeah. it was quite a while ago. It was a while ago, yeah. yeah. And uh, I had the pleasure of giving um, uh, Heather facials as well. Yeah. And that was always, she was so giggly. I <laughs> loved her. She was always so giggly. Yeah. Do you, find, do you find that's a major concern for women? One of the reasons they come in is because, you know, to lessen the wrinkling. Um, it, or it, they, that, yeah, they want to keep, they want to keep youthful. Um, and the education that I do with them is, it's not about a baby face. It's mostly about a hydrated, healthy face mm -hmm. and skin. Mostly, our skin is the largest organ in our body. It covers, and it's our first defense to the environment that we live in. And so, it needs to be cared for. And everybody has, you know, when you the food that you eat. Our skin is also our filter. It's the, our way out. So whatever leaves our body leaves through our skin in some way also. So, you know, we have to sort of put in our body what we want to uh, keep it healthy and strong and sure. all those things. Uh, you, you mentioned, you know, education. So people will come in, they'll, you'll do a facial and... Uh, and you'll create a re regime for them. Yeah, um, we'll we'll work on it together. So they'll they'll lay down and they'll uh, say, yeah, you know, these lines in my at my eyes, and I give them. <laughs> it's funny because really the the special the secret to good skin is facial massage. So if you just take your lotion and just massage it for five minutes, there's an improvement. Sure. All the time. Yeah. So I do this to them, and they look in the mirror, and they think I'm a magician. And it's like, well, it's just that one, you know, it's the products as well, of course. Of course. But if you do and nothing. A little, and a little bit of magic. And a little bit of magic, yes. <laughs> but if you do the one thing, it really... It, it improves, and it also, you know, it lifts you. You know, you're... Yeah. you're you, you look, you've, if you look in the mirror and you like what you see... You know, you're, you're an inch Confidence taller. Is, yeah, sure. You know, yeah. your shoulders are back Feel now. Feel better about yourself. Your and, hair's and back in your headband. Yep. Yeah. 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 No, I get that. I want people to show off 
their skin. I have a, I have some clients that come in and I was like, I, you know, I, I hate my skin. I hate my skin. I, you know, and their hair is all in their face. And my goal is to get their hair back. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, that's in my brain. I say that to myself. I was like, okay, you know, next time I see her, I want her to be wearing her hair back in a ponytail so that and everybody can off. see her yeah. face because yeah. she's gorgeous. <laughs> well, you know, you were talking about the product and I'm sure that, you know, you've, how did you go about researching your own products and, and what, you know, yeah. what's your feeling about So what you have? I, I have two main lines. Um, the, uh, one is called Hale Cosmeceuticals and they're based in Indiana and they're American made and they're organic and they're not tested on animals. Um, and they have a lot of active ingredients and the active ingredients are the ingredients that sort of make the changes in your skin. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really like them. It goes across the board of any kind of need, you know, if you have oily skin, if you have dry skin, if you have acne skin, if you're feeling that you're seeing mature skin come quicker than you want it to. Um, and then I also have another line called Code of Harmony, which is a CBD line. Mm -hmm. And that's really natural. A woman in um, Long Beach, California makes it herself. And she's always done that. And it's just all natural. And it's CBD. And what's great about CBD is got it's got all these nutrients in it. And it's really, really hydrating. And it's really, really calming to the skin. So a lot of... Um, Acne skin, mm -hmm. rosacea skin, yeah. um, it calms it down a lot and um, naturally, and it smells <laughs> really good. It smells like which, you're out in the never woods. Hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so, so moving on from your business, and, and let's talk about Mary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the um, uh, one of the questions I immediately have too is, you know, your other job. Mm -hmm. uh, sign language. How did you get into that? Yeah, that was, um, so I've been doing it 23 years now. Um, and it, it sort of <laughs> happened the same way the aesthetics did. I was, um, we were living in Philadelphia and my husband was at art school and he would work in his studio at school, you know, all afternoon and in the evening. And I was sitting, you know, I worked during the day at an office or some, or at a bike shop actually. Oh, really? And, um, yeah. And we, I was just sitting there twiddling my thumbs at night. I need something to do. I don't, you know, like I'm home alone and you know, and I'm, you know, we were living in Jenkintown. So I was like, okay, I'll take a class. So I took a sign language class and I took it for credit which I, I don't, I'm not quite sure. I still don't know to this day why I took it for credit. Right. But if you take classes for credit, you get all of those other things that a college offers, like counseling and advisors and things yeah, like yeah. that. So people call you and say, come in for your advising session and whatever. And they said, well, how do you like this class? And I said, well, you know, I really like it. I'm, it, I'm, I'm taking to it. You know, it, it's, I can understand it. You know, yeah, it right. wasn't, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't crazy hard. I got it. I understood it. And, yeah. you know, things started to, you know, work for me. And they invited me into the interpreting program, you know, which is sort of, uh, you have to be invited in. You can't just say, I'm going to do yeah. it. You have to be invited in. So I did that and I didn't 
want to be an interpreter. That's not why I went to school for, you know, sign language. I just thought it was fun. Sure. And uh, yeah. so they said, why don't you do it? Because you're good at this. So I'm nothing if not a good girl. <laughs> and I do what I'm told. Seems to be a theme. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I started doing that. And then we moved up here and I was commuting and going to school down there. We had a baby and the IU 20 is this special education service uh, provider in Northampton, Monroe, and Pike counties. Mm -hmm. And I called them and said, can I volunteer, you know, in one of your classrooms, you know, just to work with the kids a little bit, you know, play games, you know, to increase my skill and, you know, to be of service. And I went in there and I think I volunteered two days. I got a phone call and they said, "Ah, would you like a job? And I was like, well, yeah. Of course I would. Yeah. <laughs> so, and there you have it. And there I have it. Yeah, twenty three years. I don't know if I told you or not uh, at some point, but uh, an internship I did at the YMCA in Maine was uh, would we would go out as instructors to a deaf school. Oh. And uh, do some physical activity with with the, the kids there, and uh, I picked up a little sign language yeah. during that. But as you were you were talking about, you know, I want to, you're volunteering to so you can use it and get better at right. it. Right. Uh, as soon as I stopped that, I completely lost it. But yeah. it w- but it was very interesting and very fun. I have yeah. to say, practice makes perfect. Yeah. Was there an interpreter when you were doing it with the deaf kids? Uh, there were yeah, there were. Yeah. yeah. I That's mean, cool. There was somebody an Im- intermediary between us, and, the, yeah. and we got to play around too. And the kids were a, a riot and yeah. fun. Always. They only abused us a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, taught us the wrong things. Right. <laughs> right. You know how it works. Um, so your kids, yeah. let's talk about your kids because they're a big part of your life. They are They're and they're big. They're 20 and going to be 24 in a couple days. I, I didn't realize that our kids were really that close in age. Yeah. Cause yeah. 24 and 21. Yeah. 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 Just they're old. They're cute they're though. Old. No. Yeah. So they're musicians. Yeah. Um, my older son Galen, he is a, uh, he has a band called Mystic Fool, and they play all over the Eastern Seaboard and Midwest. And um, that's his full time gig now. That's pretty full time. Yeah. yeah, he he does other things to make money to support that. Oh, sure, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, um, but he's pretty passionate about it, and he's really talented, and he's um, so motivated and so positive, and he's like the energizer battery. Hmm. Like I. I He's a whirlwind. He's yeah, and he's amazing. I I, I truly believe he's um, he has, you know, he like floats over the earth, and he uh, he has magic surrounding him. Yeah. And then my younger son is Simon, and he's twenty, and he goes to Berkeley College of Music in Boston. He's just begun his third year there, and he is doing really well. He's um, he's playing a lot of music, learning a lot of producing things, mm-hmm. and he's enjoying Boston, I think. Boston's great. I mean, I lived in Boston for five years, and yeah. Boston's a wonderful city. I And I think as an adult, it's a different city than as a student because, you know, when I ask him, have you done this or have you gone to see that, and he has no idea what I'm talking about, you know, oh, on sure. the tourist list. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. he's like, yeah, no, Mom. Well, they, they, you know, I'm sure the college has their, their own right. uh, Absolutely. social, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, does he have a direction in uh, what he wants to do when he's yeah, in Yeah, I think he, uh, so 
you know, I'm not quite sure of the verbiage of what the major is, but it's like producing and com composing and producing, producing and composing, something like that. Um, he wants to uh, create the music that other people play. Oh, okay. Um, he also has an interest in film scoring. So he's got a couple uh, friends that are film majors in other colleges, and he's kind of, you know, trying to hook up with them permanently and be their, sure. yeah. you know, score writer. Yeah, great. So that's fun. Um, now some questions. Just uh, actually, let me kick back to the business just for a second. Yeah, because there are a couple of questions tied in here. One personal, one one professional. The professional. What would where would you like to see yourself in five years with with uh, Luchabella? Yeah. That's a tough one. Um, I my the size of my business right now is just me. I'm solo, and I work um, three nights a week and one weekend day, along with my other job. Mm -hmm. um, my other job, I'm planning on sort of retire retiring from the job um, when I turn fifty five. Mm -hmm because I'll have put 27 years in there. And, um, and I think I want to focus more on, on the aesthetics and Lucha Bella. Um, so I think I'll still be here. It'll be more hours of the week, but I'll be doing, uh, this business solely. I'll have, I'll have my, all of my energy focused yeah. on here, which will, uh, I think, <laughs> be easier than what I'm doing right oh, yeah, now. Okay, right. I don't know. <laughs> you know, sometimes we will see. We will see. Right. <laughs> so you, you see yourself as, as maintaining the, the solopreneur, uh, yes. just you and your yes. space and your people. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> my, uh, my third grade report card, uh, it's infamous in my family. Right, evidently, yeah. if you yeah, still remember I know. it. It said, it said, you know, like, you know, Mary, you know, does well in these classes and everything, but doesn't play well with others. Yeah. And I have found that after opening my own business and having my own space and using my own space, leaving, coming back, and my space is exactly how I yeah, left right. it and everything is where I put it. And if it's left out, that I did that. Yeah. Um, that that's better for me. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> so I, I, having I employees that. and sharing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't share. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I just third, third grade report card. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's something. It's, Mary doesn't share. Yeah, it's something about that. You know. Um, and. And I like, and, and my clients have all commented to me that they like the one-on-one. -on -one. They mm -hmm. like this, yeah. the solo, like they're in here, they leave the next, it's sort of like in a, a therapy office. You don't actually see the next client cause you go out the other door and they come in yeah. kind of, sometimes, not all the time, but, um, so it, you know, they just, it feels very personal. It's personal. Yeah. yeah. And I'm here with that client only. Yeah. You know, we, we're not, uh, I'm not busy about the next client. I'm not sure. busy about my past client. I'm here with you. Uh, well, and that's, you know, we talk about service in, in general and yeah. people want to feel like they're being cared for. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, 
that I, you're there with yeah. them. You know, not checking your phone, not looking no. for the, what time's the next client coming right. in. Right, exactly. All that stuff. So I know. learned all that. You know, I, I've been in Easton uh, for a long, long time. Um, yeah, we didn't talk about that. You, yeah. You, you, it seemed to me when we mentioned this that you haven't been here your, your whole life, but most of your life. Most of my life. So I was born in California and, you know, blah dee blah We ended up in Easton. My, um, my stepfather, my father... Um, owned Genesis Bicycles mm-hmm. downtown Easton for yeah. 48 years. He just retired. Um, and my mom has always had a uh, body working. She does Traeger and cranial yeah. sacral work. And so they've both been of service to others mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah. And so I learned that from them, that it's uh, rewarding. And it really... Uh, <laughs> it's funny because, you know, uh, they can't tell. But the expression you were making was was that, you know, surprise. Yeah. You know, it's rewarding. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and I don't think people understand that enough, uh, how, how being of service and helping people is so rewarding and it is so gratifying. Yeah. I was listening to the Dalai Lama on one of uh, a reel or something, and... Uh, I thought you were going to say a real podcast. Yeah. No, well, no. No, a real, R-E-E-L. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right, no. Yeah. Um, and a person in the audience said, you know, how are we going to, you know, connect with these young people these days? And he said, because they've got to get out of themselves. They have to be uh, of service to others because if you make another person happy, you are automatically happy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it's just that's how it works. That's how sure. happiness works. You you give out and it just slaps you right back in the face. Yeah. And I've noticed that. I I definitely noticed that. You know, I had when I when growing up here um during the 70s and 80s this town was not this, you know, little bohemia that it is right now. Right. Um so uh it was tough. It was, you know, and luckily my dad was a great businessman and, you know, helped, you know, build the city to what it is today. And I always, you know, graduated from high school saying, I am never living in Easton. No way. No, right. how this yeah. place is too small for me. I'm a, you know, duh. so, you know, I went to all different places and I came back and magic happened here. You know, I was able to get that job as an interpreter my husband Mm -hmm. was able to build his business and succeed and we bought a house very soon after uh we were starting to look for a house you know and we had two children that went to a good school and they were in a safe community and you know there's other privileges that i you know inherently have that is to no fault of my own, but I hope that I, uh, every day am grateful and give back. Um, I don't want to take it all for granted. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes I do. I know. Well, it's tough not to, you know, you know, to be in the moment of every day is very difficult. Yeah. And, uh, but we, you know, it's, it's so important to reflect, look back, yeah. you know, and be thankful. Yeah. Um, no matter how frequently that is. Yeah. So 
Is there something I haven't covered that you would like to let your audience know, or my audience, hopefully? Yeah. Um, I'm on College Hill. Right. And uh, I'm on College Hill in Easton. I'm near Lafayette College. Um, we have plenty of parking you don't have to pay for. Excellent. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that you know, living downtown, you know, yeah. that's all I hear is parking I know. issues. And, yeah. Uh, so, so there's good to hear that. No parking issues here. Um, I write at, you know, currently I'm working at night, which really works out nicely for a lot of working people, mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. I'm here 5 to 10 p.m. So I'm here after you think I'm closed. Right. <laughs> you know, right. so and then and if you schedule an 830 um, appointment for a facial you go home and you sleep like a baby. Oh, there you go. Because you're yeah. ready. Yeah. Bring your slippers. Well, I don't know. Many businesses are open till ten, so that's yeah. it is. I'm sure you yeah. know it, it opens up a whole different audience. Yeah, different clientele. Uh, just making Mothers. sure I get this in there too. Uh, Lucha Bella's is at four seventeen Cattell Street, and uh, the number is 610-442-5057. and I'll have all that information on the episode, so I'll include that. Um, I think that's probably it. Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Hello Easton, PA. This is Mark Nutting, hoping that you'll stop by again to find out more about your fellow Estonians. Have a great day.